0: In this episode, we look at starting the year strong. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps Big Changes. My name is Greg Clunas, and today I want to talk about starting the year off with a bang, starting off strong. There are a number of new people listening to this podcast as a result of a a few different features we've had. And first of all, Welcome, welcome to the party. We've been going for about six years, but we're not stopping anytime soon. So make sure you hang out, get comfortable, kick your shoes off, put your jacket up. We're going to have a wonderful time this year. And I'm so excited to be a part of your personal development journey with you. My goal here is to get you to actually stick with the resolutions and the goals that brought you here in the first place. That's my job. So if you hang out, you listen to the show. Hopefully, by the end of this year, you'll have created those habits and built those routines and accomplished those goals that you really wanted to and you really feel motivated to right now as opposed to dropping off the way that most people do by the uh, middle of the year. So this should be super, super fun. I'm super pumped to have you. For those of you returning, thank you as always for being here. I want to talk about starting the year off strong. Because we're all making changes, whether we want to or not, we're making changes in our life right now as a result of a number of factors. Maybe we just want to make more money this year. Maybe we want to get a better job. Maybe we want, just want to learn new skills or pick up a new hobby or get to the gym or start running or, or cycling or eating better or whatever it is. We have our own goals. We have our own desires. We have our things that we want to accomplish this year. And we're all trying to make those changes. And we do this every year, but like I said before, most people drop off in about a week. Statistically, by the second week in January, most people have forgotten what their resolutions even were. They they've stopped doing them, they're not following through, and they go back to their routines, their habits, and life as usual. And there are reasons for this. This isn't just lack of discipline. This isn't just lack of trying. I hate that talking point because it puts all of the focus on, oh, well, you just weren't disciplined enough. Well, why weren't they disciplined enough? Why weren't we disciplined enough? There are reasons for this, and I want to talk about those reasons. But more importantly, I want to talk about how we can change that approach this year, how we can structure our change so that we actually stick with it so that we actually follow through and so that we can develop a long-term approach to things. So that should be super fun. Before we get into it, two things I want to say. Uh, First of all, there's another podcast that I think you should check out. I'm a huge fan of them. You know, if you've been listening to this show for a while, I really struggle with falling asleep. I've got insomnia and my brain just Will not turn off at night. And there's a podcast that is built just for this. It's called Sleep Whispers, and it is 100% gentle whispering of bedtime stories guided relaxations and even fun trivia questions and interesting wikipedia articles you can search for the sleep whispers podcast in your podcast player of choice whether apple podcast spotify or really wherever you get your shows or you can click the link in the description of this episode to check them out i really recommend that you do they do a phenomenal job at producing a great show uh, that is designed specifically to help you fall asleep at night. So if you struggle with that like I do, check them out. And the second thing I want to let you know about, I launched an app. Um, it's called Upward, and it's all about helping you build and stick with healthy habits this year. Here's how it works. You pick a habit you want to build Maybe it's meditation, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's exercise, drinking more water, whatever it is, you pick a habit you want to build, you request a partner, and you're matched with an accountability partner who's also building that same habit. For the next 21 days, you work together, support each other, keep each other on track, keep each other motivated, pick each other up when you're down, and by the end of those 21 days, you've got a new healthy habit that sticks, It's 100% free and it's available now on the Apple App Store. Just search Upward or click the link in the description of this episode and you'll get straight to it. Android is coming very soon, very, very soon, so stick around for that. Now, let's get into the episode. How do we make sure we start this year off strong? How do we make sure that our changes, the things we want to do, actually stick this time? that we don't repeat last year and the year before that and the year before that and the year before that. Well, first, we need to understand something. There is a reason why change is so difficult. As human beings, we run from change. We want things to stay roughly the same so long as we were comfortable with how things are. It is far better in our like weird little subconscious mind. It's far better to deal with the things that maybe aren't ideal, but that we know, than it is to risk that comfort for something that could be better. Because it's always seen as a risk. And there are a number of psychological reasons for this. I'm not going to go into all of them because I'm not a a, a psychologist. I'm not a a licensed therapist. I'm not a, a behavioral scientist. But there are a number of things that contribute to this. Part of this is just looking back at our history, our our ancestors. When we go all the way back to the first humans, survival required routine. Survival required the same. When things changed, when things were different, we were on the lookout for it because that meant we were probably going to die or we were at risk of dying. So we have this like evolutionary bias towards things being the same and falling into these same routines and patterns. Additionally, we have a bias towards keeping the things we have as opposed to risking loss. This is called the status quo bias. It's a type of cognitive bias in which people exhibit a preference for the way things are currently. And when changes do occur, people tend to think of them as a loss or detriment even when those changes are positive. Now, there are a number of great articles on this. I'm going to link to the one I just quoted from from, uh, verywellmind.com. Phenomenal website. I recommend you check them out. But the point here is this. Change is challenging. Change is difficult. We do not actually want to change. We may feel like we want to change. We may decide that we want to change. But that's the logic brain thinking. That's not the emotional brain thinking. Change is scary for the emotional brain. And the reason that we need to understand that before we try to make changes, before we worry about the resolutions or the habits or any of those things, is because it's a requirement for how we structure change. If we try to change everything at once, if we try to go extreme in our personal lives, if we try to approach things that way, there will always be pushback from us and, quite honestly, from the people around us. You'll run into situations where you're not willing to do the actions required to make that change happen because on a subconscious level, you don't want that change to happen. Similarly, you'll run into situations where the people around you feel like they're not supporting you, where they feel like they're fighting your change. Well, that's because your change affects them and it's happening too quickly. We do not want change. But that doesn't mean that as humans, change isn't fundamentally built into who we are. We've had to change. The world demanded that we change and we demanded that the world change. That's how we've survived and grown to this point. So change is possible. But the first thing I need you to recognize is that change happens when you start small. If you approach your change from a place of structure... From one where the changes happen over time, you're far more likely to stick with those behavioral changes than if you try to change everything at once. This is the difference between going on a diet that is very different from how you currently eat versus focusing on a single meal or focusing on one single aspect of that diet. It's a very big difference. And the reason we don't do this is because it feels like it won't matter. Sure, I drank more water today than yesterday, but that doesn't feel like it's enough to achieve this goal that I have. And that's because we're thinking short term. That's because we want to see our change happen now. And again, that's the logic side of your brain. That's not the emotional side. The emotional side is sitting there screaming like, no, please don't change. Don't do it. I want to stay as I am. The logic side is like, you got to change. Do it right now. I don't know why I'm doing voices. It's a weird year. We're, we're in it now, I guess. The point is this. You have to start small. You have to start small and you need to focus on one change at a time. Instead of setting out on a diet because you want to burn some extra fat this year. Instead of setting out on a full diet, sticking with it for three months and then burning out. Maybe not even three months. Most people last like a week. Instead of doing that, just focus on changing a single meal. And not even changing. Focus on improving a single meal. I talked about this a few episodes ago, but my approach to my weight loss this year will essentially just be little by little breakfast, I now have a vegetable with every breakfast that I have. And I've sat down and I created those meals. And now I'm prioritizing a green with every meal. Boom, breakfast is handled. Now we just need to figure out lunch. Then after that, we need to figure out dinner. What do those meals look like? What are the things I know I can go back to at all times in order to consistently accomplish these very simple requirements I have of a green with every meal? Similarly, I'm focusing on increasing my water intake. I'm focusing on increasing my activity. But I'm not doing all of this all at once, and I'm not doing all of this uh, with, with huge requirements for myself. I'm not starting out saying I need to work out every single day or I need to go to the gym every day and I need to follow this routine or any of those things. I'm just looking at each individual day, and I'm making a choice about what I want to do for that day. That's it if you want to set yourself up for a successful year, if you want to actually accomplish those goals and actually stick with those resolutions and actually build those habits, you need to recognize first that change is terrifying, that the logic side of you might want it, but the emotional side of you is screaming. Recognize that, accept that as fact. And from there, Build a plan that keeps that in mind. Build a plan that satisfies both. More often than not, that plan is going to require you to start small and to do things that feel like they don't matter. And you do that consistently over time. You build on top of it. You add more. You wait until things feel natural, feel like a part of who you are to improve it and increase it. And what happens over time is eventually there's an exponential change. But we don't start exponentially. We start with very small, linear changes. And within all of that, you need to approach it with a long-haul mentality. This means that bad days are okay. This means that failure is okay. This whole failure is not an option thing, that's nothing. Like, that's not real. That's a cute quote for Instagram, but that's not how the real world works. Bad days are okay. Failure is always an option. In fact, failure is a requirement. You cannot change without failure. You cannot uh, uh, work harder and make consistent changes over the course of your entire life without having those days where you just don't do it, where you just don't feel like it. And you don't have to worry about the self-discipline or any of the nonsense that we like to talk about. It's just not worth it. Ignore all of that this year. None of that matters. If you want to change, if you want to improve your life, just focus on this. Start small. Focus on one change at a time. Build a long-haul mentality. Recognize that it's not about tomorrow. It's about this year. It's about the next 10 years. Be okay with bad days as a result and let failure be a requirement. Let it be an option at all times. Do that. And I believe you'll have the best year of your life. Thank you so much for being here. Before I go, I want to remind you about my new app. It's built to help you be consistent with those healthy habits you want to build. Things like meditation, journaling, exercise, drinking more water. Whatever it is you want to do this year, this app can help. It's called Upward. You pick a habit you want to build. Get matched with an accountability partner for that habit. Work with each other for 21 days and it's 100% free. It's available now on the App Store, uh, but it's coming soon on Android. So if you want to check that out, click the link in the description of this episode and let me know what you think. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you again to all of the people returning. You are incredible. And for the people that are new, welcome to the party. I'm so excited that you're here. I've been Greg Clunis, And remember, mistakes are not final. Failure is a requirement, and all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.